Today's daf is Nazir daf Membeis. We are at the very top line of daf Membeis Omed Aleph Omamar. Today's daf has been learned. Le'ilu Nishmas Chaim Elazar Ben Yibadol Chaim Reb So we're in the middle of a sugya, a long sugya, an intense sugya that's been discussing the halachos of the Tiglachas of the Nazar. And as we've mentioned many times, when you talk about Tiglachas and Nazar, it's Tarti B'mashma. On the one hand, a Nazar, he's prohibited from cutting his hair. When he completed his Nazirus, he had a mitzvah to cut all the hair on his head. So when you talk about a Teglachas, on the one hand there's the Issa Teglachas, on the other hand there's the mitzvah Teglachas. The Gemara on Daf Memamad Aleph brought a Mishnah in Mesechtis Negoim. The Mishnah said, Shloisha Megalchen Viteglachta Mitzvah. There are three people that have a, a mitzvah to do a Teglachas. Nazir, Umitzaira, Vilevim. And the Mishnah continued and said, Vikulan Shegilchu Shaloi Betar. All three of them, if they would do their teglachas but not use a razor, or they would do a teglachas, they would use a razor. However, they would leave over two hairs or more, meaning they wouldn't cut off all the hair on their head. They would not fulfill their mitzvah of teglachas. We mentioned yesterday the Balaturim and Parshas Tazriah on the word Vehiskalach. So if you look in the Torah, there's a big gimel by that word, and the Balaturim says this is a remez to this Mishnah Mesechtis Negoim. But today's daf, which is really the postscript to everything that we learned the last few days, is going to focus on the sefer of this Mishnah Mesachtis Nagoyim. And that is, as it relates to the Teglachas Shal Mitzvah of the Nazar, the Teglachas Shal Mitzvah of the Mitzvah, and the Teglachas Shal Mitzvah of the Levim, Bizman Hamidbar. They need to use, number one, a tar, which we discussed at length. And number two, they need to be megaleach all the hair on their head. Or, more precisely, if they would leave over two hairs or more, and really the background to the first Gemara that we're going to learn right now is Akasha. And that is that why would they have to cut all the hair on their head? L'chura, even if there's a mitzvah teglachas, and even if the Torah says that they have to cut all the hair on their head, but what happened to Rav? Isn't there a rule? Isn't there a concept of Rubai Kekulai? If in Kola Teirakula, we think there's a din of Rubai Kekulai, so why is it that when it comes to the Tiglachas, the halach is that they would have to cut off all the hair on their head? That is the background to this first Gemara that we are going to learn. Zakti Gemara. We learned previously where the Mishnah Masechtus Negoim that the Gemara quoted on Daf Nemamaralaf, which was the topic of the last few Dafin, the Kulon Shedilchu, all three, the Nazar, the Matzar, and the Levim. If they would do a Tiglachas, not using a razor, or if they would leave over two hairs or more, they would not fulfill their mitzvah of Tiglachas. Now usually, if the Gemara quotes a Mishnah, and then an Amorah says, in every Mesechta in Shas, the Zoysaymeres is referring to something that we can derive from what we just said. But we're learning Nazar now, and you can't take anything for granted. And when Ravacha 
Breda Ravika says Zoysay Meres, he's actually not referring to what we just said, but he's moving forward and he's going to say something from which there's going to be a Zoysay Meres. Either way, so Zoysay Meres, you can prove, not from what we just said, but from what we're about to say, that Rubai Kikuloi Midai Raisa, that this concept that you find in Shas of Rubai Kikuloi, it's not a Dindar Abanan, it's a Dindai Raisa. Mimai, how do you know that? What's the Zoysay Meres? Because Midagoli Rachman Agabi Nazar, from the fact that the Torah said regarding the Nazar. Now, the Nazar that Rav Achabred Ravika is referring to is not the Nazar Tahar, but rather the Nazar Tami. And we know that the Nazar Tami, like the Nazar Tahar, had a mitzvah's Tiglachas. On the seventh day of his Tumah, he had a dua Tiglachas. Now the Torah says, Bayoimashvi. Now, if you look at the Pasuk in its entirety, it says, So this is a Nazar who now came in contact with a mace. The Timei Roish Nizrah. He should do a Tiglachas on the day that he becomes Tar. Which again is the day that he becomes Tar. He should do a Tiglachas. The Torah chazes over twice, literally, this idea that the Nazar Tomei had to do a Tiglachas. So said Rav Achavrit Ravika, why would the Torah tell it to me twice? Probably to teach me that you have to do the Tiglachas and hold all the hair of your head. Now, why would you think otherwise? If the Torah says, V'gilach roishoi b'yom tarasnoi once, I would also know that. Oh, must be that ordinarily, Rubai is kukulai. In other words, let's see it inside, hachahu de'ika kulai. Over here, the only time it's going to be okay is if you do kulai. Ha'ba'almod, or everywhere else, Rubai kukulai, roif, in and of itself, is going to be enough. In other words, said Rav Achabred Raviko, that from the fact that the Torah said twice regarding the Nazar Tomei, that he has to cut all the hair on his head, that's a riot that had the Torah only said it once, you wouldn't have known that. How would you not have known that? The Torah says he has to cut off all the hair on his head. The Torah says, you would have assumed Rubai Kikulai, and if that's the case, Zoysay Meris, this is a riot to call a Torah Kuloi, that Rubai Kikulai is Midai Raisa. Now, what does it have to do with the Omar Mar? Again, when you learn Nazar, there's so much Torah Shemalpeh. So what does it have to do with the Mishnah that we just mentioned? This is the Makar to what the Mishnah said, and that is that the Kulan Shegilchu Shaloi Betar, Oi, the part that we need is And who are the Kulon? It's the Mitzayra, it's the Nazar, and it's the Levian. We're learning Masechtis Nazar, thus the Gemara is focusing on the Nazar, it's that one of the three. And the Nazar has to cut off all the hair on his head. Why does he have to cut off all the hair on his head? What's the Kasha? Why can't you just cut off Roiv? The Teretz is that although it's true, Midai Reis and Kula, Rubai Kukulai, but there's one place it's not. Where is it not? By the Nazar. In fact, the Nazar is the Makar that everywhere else Rubai is Kukulai from the fact that the Torah specifically said, I mean, not specifically, but via Drosha, that the Nazar Tomei has to cut off all the hair on his head. But the bottom line is, if you see that the Nazar Tomei has to cut off all the hair on his head, so that's the Makar to this Mishnah in Mesech Nagoim that says, Shloisha Megalchem Betiglachto Mitzvah, and then it says that if they were Shayush, they Cyrus, Loyasaf, Laikum, mentioned in the three is the Nazar, that's what we're focusing on right now. What's the Makar that the Nazar would have to cut off all the hair? And his head, and he couldn't be It's from the fact that that's what you find regarding the Nazar Tommy. Now, there's one obvious ha'ara which the Gemara is about to ask, and that is when you learn the Mishnah Masechtes Negam Shloisha Megalchem Teglachta Mitzvah, and one of them is a Nazar. So you assume the Nazar that the Mishnah is referring to is the Nazar Tahar. We're bringing. Uh, Makar to the Mishnah from Apostik, which by the way is also the Makar that Rubai is Kukulai and Kalatai Rukulai, which is discussing not the Nazar Tahar, but it's discussing the Nazar Tameh. 
So how are you bringing a makar from Nazar Tome to prove a halacha regarding Nazar Tome? Maybe the Teglachas of the Nazar Tahar is Luchod, and the Teglachas of the Nazar Tameh is Luchod. Now, the truth is, when the Mishnah said in Negoyim, Shloisha Megalchem Teglachta Mitzvah, and I mentioned Nazar, I don't know if it means only the Nazar Tahar. Maybe it means also the Nazar Tameh. That's fine. I don't think anyone has an issue conceding that point, but it for sure also means the Nazar Tahar. So even if you have a Makar that the Nazar Tameh has a din that he has to cut off all the hair and he can't be soimach on rubai kukulai. But what's going to be the makar to the nazatar? This is the Gemara's kasha. Maskaf, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chanina asks, Hai ben nazatar makes it. The pasik that you just found as a makar, that you can't be soimach on rubai kukulai. With regards to the Nazar, is talking about the Nazar Tameh. How is that a makar for the Nazar? Tahar. So, when they heard Rabbi Yisrael Chaninus Kasha, they laughed. They mamish. They made lutzanas from it. They said, "I don't understand." Mechdi Nazar Tameh the Betar Minolon. A Nazar Tameh had to do his teglachas with a tar. Okay. How do you know that means Nazar Yalef? You know it from the Nazar Tar. Incidentally, this could have just launched like two block Gemara, like the last time we had a conversation like this. How do you know that the Nazar Tar is the Glachas? Has to be done with a Tar. Next thing we knew was Daf Membez already. Or how do you know that the Mitzayris the Glachas had to be done with a Tar? But here the Gemara says it's Pasha. Once you know that the Glachas of the Nazar Tar has to be done with a Tar, how do you know that from Tar la Yavra al Roshay, the Tanyu Idach? Marka de Islayu, Marka de Islay, the Tanakam and Rebbe. So once I know by a Nazar I know it by a Nazar Tameh as well. Well, if that's the case, then Lacey Nazar Tahar, the Lelif me Nazar Tameh. So if I can learn Nazar Tameh from Nazar Tahar, as it relates to the Teglachas having to be done with a Tar, why can't I learn it in the reverse as well? I'll learn Nazar Tar from Nazar Tameh, and I'll say, Ma Tomi Kichayish Te Cyrus, just like when it comes to the Nazar Tameh, he has to be Megaleach all the here, or again, he has to make sure he doesn't leave over two Cyrus. Apparently, you can leave over one here, but you can't leave over Shte Cyrus, and Agam Rubai Kukule, but there's no Rubai Kukule based on the Reba the Passover. I learned Nazar Tar from Nazar Tameh. So again, what's the Makar as it relates to the Nazar? We're not discussing the Mitzayirah, we're not discussing the Levian, we're discussing the Nazar. How do you know that the Nazar, when he did his Tegach HaShal Mitzvah, he had to cut off all the hair on his head, as opposed to what? As opposed to Rubai Kekulai, you learn it from the parish of Nazar Aleh. Because by the Nazar Tomei, the Torah says twice, not once, twice. V'gilach Roisha B'yem Galchenu, to teach me that you can't be soimich on Rubai Kekuloi. If the Torah said it by the Nazar Tomei, so too it's going to be true by the Nazar Tar. Even though Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Chanina was maskiflo, maybe it's only true by the Nazar Tomei, not by the Nazar Tar. But the Gemara answered it. In fact, they made laich, they made lutzanis of the whole question. They felt at the end of the day, why can't I learn Nazar Tar from Nazar Tomei? In fact, the fact that Nazar Tomei needs a tar that we take for granted is clearly being learned from Nazar Tar. So if I can learn Nazar Tomei from Nazar Tar, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to learn now, Nazar Tar from Nazar Tami as well. Now, we're going to go weiter now, but I just think it's Kedai to acknowledge that this Gemara that we just learned right now is a real Shas Gemara. I mean, it's pretty obvious. The Gemara just told us the Makar to Rubai Kukuloi. And the reason this is interesting is, because we always speak this out, that not all Roivs were created equally. So, Zek Klal Godel Bedin, Roiv, right? There's nothing that underpins Tari Shabbat as much as Roiv does. There are other things in the conversation, but Roiv is on uh, that level, right? What's the Makar to Roiv? 
So if you ask anyone, he'll tell you, Achrei Rabbim Lahatois. In fact, if you look into Rishoyinim, all the different nuances of Roiv are all learned out from the same Makar. Achrei Rabbim Lahatois. So whether it's a question of there's a Suffolk and we're not really sure how to be Machri of the Suffolk, we'll take a vote. That's the Pshutai Shal Mikra. Achrei Rabbim Lahatois. Kol de Parish, Meruba Parish, Zogin the Rishoyinim. The Makar is Achrei Rabbim Lahatois. Even Bittal Roiv, which at first glance seems like a whole different Indian, the Rishoyinim speak out throughout Shas. The Makar is Achrei Rabbim Lahatois. Rubai Kekuloi, which is me inyan le inyan, but oisa inyan has a different makar. The makar to Rubai Kekuloi is the parasha of the Nazar, specifically the Tiglachas of the Nazar Tomei. So it's interesting that Rubai Kekuloi, Hagamit Adin Roiv, but you see fundamentally it's different than all the other Roivs. And the makar to that is that you need a separate makar. For the fact that I can't learn Rubai Kekuloi from Achirab and Lahatois, I got all these other variations of Roiv you do learn from Achirab and Lahatois. And over here we had to come on to a whole other makar, the parasha of the Nazar Tomei. So that's a raya. It tells you a lot about Rubai Kekuloi, but it's a very important marimokim, Nazar Membez, you can put an asterisk next to it. This is the Makar and Shas to this halacha of Rubai Kekula. It's up to Gemara Zabaya has the question. So again, the question is going to be focusing on the halacha that's mentioned in Mesechtis Negoim. That is a Nazar who does his Teglachas. Now we know it's the Nazar Tahar or the Nazar Tameh. The halacha is, number one, you have to use a tar, and number two, if you would leave over two Cyrus, So, you can't be Samichan Roif. You also don't have to cut off all the hair. As long as you leave over one hair, it's fine. But stay Cyrus or more, that's already going to be an issue. Zabaya had a Shaila. Nazar Shagilach, the Shayish Stay Cyrus. What would be if a Nazar did his Teglachas and he left over two hairs? So he wasn't Yoitza. Some Achroitza. And then he waited a little bit. And some of the hairs that he was Megaleach grew back. Fine. So now he has a bunch of hairs. The Chazabigilchan. And then he went back, and the two hairs that he had left over, he knew which hairs they were. He went back to them and he cut them. Mahu, what's the halacha? Was he Mekayim? His mitzvah not. Mi ma'akfi oiloi. Meaning, yeah, mitzvah, no mitzvah. What's the shaila? On the one hand, this Nazar ended up cutting off all the hairs that he had by Shlomas Nizirus. Let's talk about a Nazar tar. So it's Hashlomas Nizirus. He has to be Megaleach all the hairs. He did all of them minus two, and then he went back and he cut off those two. So, in theory, he was Megalech, all the hairs that he had, but it just so happens that he waited a little bit of time, which in and of itself doesn't sound like it's an issue, because if no hair would grow back, it wouldn't be a problem. But hair did grow back. So right now, he still has hairs, which means he never did a full Teglachas. Because when he did the original Teglachas, he left over two hairs. And now that he went back, he's leaving over a full head of hair. So based on that, maybe he wasn't Mekayim in the midst of, That was the Shiloh. Boy, Rav, Rav had another Shiloh. Nazar Shagilach. Nazar did the Teglachas. V'niach Shtei he left over two hairs. V'gilach Achas. And then he went back to the two hairs that he left over. He was Megaleach, one of them. V'notra Achas. And then the other one fell out. Mahu. What's the halacha? So this Nazar again. Did his Teglachas. Let's talk about a Nazar to keep it simple. He left over Shtei which means he didn't fulfill his mitzvah, like the Mishnah says in Negoi. He now goes back, which is okay, you can fear ois the Teglachas later. He's Migaleach, only one of the hears, and the other here fell out. So Rava wasn't sure what the halacha would be. What's the Shiloh? So if you look in the Rishonim, specifically the Rosh, the Rosh is Masber, that Rava Shiloh was that it could be a teglachas is only considered a teglachas if you cut off at least two hairs. But if somebody would be megaleach, only one here, it wouldn't be considered a teglachas. Now this is a little bit interesting because as it relates to the Isra of Tarlo Yavra al 
Rav Chizda said on Daf Nemamadalif, and it's Mavur and all the Mishnayis and the Brises that even a kosher would be enough. But at the same time, in order for the Tiglachas of Mitzvah to be a Chashivos, Rav is presupposing in this question that the Tiglachas would have to be at least for two years. Thus, Rav wasn't sure if you would be Megaleach, only one here, and the other here would fall off. Could be he's not making the mitzvah. And the reason it could be he's not making the mitzvah is because the original Tiglachas, although it was many, many Cyrus, but he didn't complete the mitzvah. Now you're going back, you're doing another Maisa Tiglachas. To conclude it, you only cut off one here. And being that you only cut off one here, it could be that in and of itself is not going to be okay. What was Rav's other side? So the Rosh speaks out of Knech, which segues into the, really, the last Gemara we'll see before the Mishnah, so it's good to speak out what the Rosh says, and that is that Rav's other side was that it's true there is an Indian of Tiglachas having to be uh, a Dover Chashev, and the definition of Chashivos when it comes to Tiglachas is Shtesairos, but it could be as long as there are two years when you're coming to do the Tiglachas, that would make the Teglachas Chashev, even if you're only being Megaleach one Cyrus. So for sure this is an Indian of Shtei Cyrus, of Chshivas for Teglachas. The Shiloh that Rav had was, do I have to be Megaleach the Shtei Cyrus? Or as long as he had Shtei Cyrus when I came to be Megaleach, even though I was only being Megaleach one Cyrus, could be that in and of itself would be, okay? The bottom line is this was Rav Shiloh. What kind of Shiloh is that? That's Pasha to me, you don't have to cut off two hairs at the same time. Let's say a Nazar would cut off all the hairs on his head, and he would do it one hair at a time. So tedious, but he would do it one hair at a time. What? Anyone in the world would have a Shiloh that shouldn't be okay? Of course it would be okay. There would be no Suffolk in the world. Meaning, it's Pashit that a Maisa Teglachas is considered Chashev, even if you only cut off one hair. So at the end of the day, he cut off all the hairs minus two, then he cut off one, the next hair is not even here anymore, so it's Pashit that he fulfilled the mitzvah. There's no way Rava would have had a Shiloh like this. The Gemara says, Ella, Ema, you're right. You have to say Rava Shiloh was a little bit different. The Shiloh was where the Nazar had cut off all the hairs minus two, and then Nosra Achas, that's where the hair falling out comes in. What happened was is the hair had fallen out first, and then he was Vigilach Achas, and then he was Megaleach, the last here, ma'u watzta meaning over here, being that when he came to be Megaleach, the last here, all he had was one here, so there Rava held a svara that it could be you need the Teglachas to at least be shtelling to the two Cyrus in order for it to be chashet. Meaning, not like we thought Rava was asking originally that the Shaila is if you cut off only one here, whether it's considered Teglachas. No Shaila if you cut off one here, it's considered Teglachas. But there is a Shaila that maybe at the very least you have to have two here's when you're going to the Teglachas. So if you cut off one of two, it's considered a Teglachas. But if you cut off one of one, it's not going to be considered a Teglachas. And if that's the case, in this Shiloh of Rava, could be the Nazar was not Yahid to the Mitzvah. Why? Because when he did the first Teglachas, even though he cut off almost all his hair, he left off two Cyrus. That wasn't enough. Now when he was Megaleach, the last here, he was only being Megaleach one of one. Now, usually this wouldn't be a Shiloh, because if you cut off all the hairs and you left over one, you're ready to fulfill the mitzvah. So that's why Rava came up in his case. This is the Chap in Rava Zibaya. The Chap is when you cut off all the hairs minus two, you left with two, one of them fell off, the one that falls off, there's no Tiglachas on, so the only Tiglachas you could do now is on the one, so the original Tiglachas is Nitkain Tiglachas, because you left over Shtei Cyrus. The last Tiglachas is also not a Tiglachas, not because you cut off one, that thing more clarified, but because you only had one when you did the Tiglachas, as a result, that was Rav Shiloh. What's the Halacha Amalei? So the Gemara says that Giluach Enkan, Sar Enkan. That uh, Teglachas is not considered a uh, Teglachas, 
And the here that he doesn't have, he doesn't have. So the Gemara says it's a little bit of a sasam answer, very appropriate Nazar type of answer. But it says to the Gemara, If you're telling me Seir Enkan, meaning the here is all gone, what does it sound like you're saying? It sounds like you're saying that you were Mekayim de Teglachas. So what? It's not a Teglachas, but also he has no here. It just sounds a little sasum, right? So the Gemara says, Hachi, come, and this is what he meant to say. Even though it's true he has no here, he also did not fulfill his mitzvah's Giluach. Why? Because the Giluach that he did up until leaving over two here is that wasn't a Teglachas. And when he went to cut off the last here, even though a Maisa Teglachas on one here was saying is good, he only had one here, and to do a Teglachas on one here is also not okay. And it's for that reason, the Bottom line is, he would not be Mekayim his mitzvah. Moving along. Nazir, a Nazir, Chayfef. He's allowed to shampoo and wash his hair. Umefasfes, he's also allowed to, you look at the rush, says, Mavdul Sarois of Zumizu. So he's allowed to part his hair, meaning he can be Masalsal Besairik, Avaloy Sairik. But what he can't do is, is he can't be Sairik, he can't comb his hair. So a Nazir is allowed to be Chayfef Umefasfes. However, he can't be served. Now, why are we even having this conversation? What's the big deal? He's a Nazir, he's nice hair. Why can't he play with his hair? The reason is because a Nazir can't cut out, can't cut any hair off his head. And as we saw earlier, that even though it says in the Torah, Tarla Yavar al but with the exception of Rabbi Yonison, everybody holds that if the Nazar would cut his hair in any way, shape, or form, he would be over an Isser. And if that's the case, so maybe he shouldn't be able to do it, because by him combing his hair, or washing his hair, or parting his hair, so by him doing any of the aforementioned pu'ulois with his hair, it could be he's going to be over an Isser. So, Dr. Mishnah, what's the bottom line? What's the halacha l'maysa? Nazar choyfei from face, he could shampoo his hair, and he can part his hair. Cyric, he can't comb his hair using a brush. So, I don't understand that. If you're telling me that he's a ladish and poo is here, you're telling me that he's a ladder part is here, money. Who must the time of the Mishnah be? Rip Shimon, he, the Amar, Tavish, and Mishavin Mutter. We know Rip Shimon sheet and chassis, Tavish, and Mishavin is Mutter. And by the way, this is one of the Makairis of the obvious, but it's to state the obvious sometimes. And that is that even though Rip Shimon, when you think of Rip Shimon's Tavish and Mishavin Mutter, what comes to mind? Hilchashabis, of course. But Rip Shimon's halacha was not said exclusively in Hilchashabis. Is, but it's Negei and Kamesugis and Chas, Mizalfin, Yain al Gabi, Yoishim, and this is one of the examples, right? It comes up everywhere. Rabbi Shimon's Allah Hadavish and Mizchavin is true in Kol Hatayrakula, even though it feels like it's related to Malachas Machshevis, it's not. It's true, Dorachi Lukin, by the way, but for sure, Rabbi Shimon's Allah Hadavish and Mizchavin is true in Kol Miktsayas Hatayra. Either way, if you tell me the Nazak be Chayfu from a fast face, even though, let's be honest, there is a chance that here is going to come out, it's probably because we're going to go into Rabbi Shimon that holds a Dovish and Mizchavin as Mutter, but then in the same breath, in the safe of this one-line Mishnah, you're telling me that he can brush his hair, which is Asan Rabbanon. That's going according to the Rabbanon. That whole Davish and Mishavin is Asr. Now this is classic Lashon Azam Mishunah. Because every other place in Shas, whenever you find the Machlik is Reb Shimon, with regards to Davish and Mishavin, it's not Reb Shimon and the Rabbanon, it's Reb Shimon and Reb Yehuda. And the truth is, if you look at the Mefarish, the Mefarish, the first Dibra Maschal, four lines from the bottom, Asan the Reb Yehuda. So the Mefarish actually had the Gersa of Reb Yehuda, but it's not Nestaber necessarily that we have the wrong Gersa, because everything is Mishunah and Nazar. But the bottom line is, Asan the Rabbi Yehuda, right? The point is, it sounds like from the Sefer that the time of Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Davish and Mishavin is Asar. Reisha Rabbi Shimon, the Sefer, Rabbanon, Amarava, Rabbi Sana, Kulu Rabbi Shimon. Really, the whole Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Shimon. Any person that brushes his hair, one of the 
intentions of the person that's Masalsa Basari is that sometimes they have these loose hairs and you want it to look neat and nice. So what you do is you're trying to remove the hairs. In other words, when a person is Soyrek, it's not Dover Sheinu Meschaven, it's Dover Meschaven. I mean, there's Dover Meschaven. No, there was a time that mentions really Rabbi Shimon knows Dover Sheinu Meschaven is Motor. Why is it Avaloy Soyrek? Because we assume that you had Kavan. If you look at the Rosh, the Rosh learns the Gemara a little bit differently than it's Mashma from the words of our Mishnah. Avaloy Soyrek. The Rush says that the Gemara doesn't mean to say that when a person comes his here, his kavana probably is to remove the Cyrus Hamidu dollars. What the Gemara means to say is that it's inevitable that it's going to happen. And if that's the case, it's what we know as a psikresha, which you see also is not exclusive till Cheshavas. But it's true in all the sugyas of Dovish and Meschavin. And even though Rab Shimon holds Dovish and Meschavin is mutter, but Abaya Virava the Amri Tavayu, Moidir Rab Shimon Psikresha Vlayamos, and that's Pshan in the Mishnah. The Rasha, the Mishnah says, because how many Reb Shimini that also have a chain of Meschav and his mother. The safe of the mission that says Avaloi Sairik is because it's a psych ratio. Being that it's a psych ratio, why the Reb Shimini be psych ratio? Me inyan le inyan. Reb Shmuel, let me Reb Shmuel says, La Yochov ba'adamo. Uh, Nazar, who's allowed to be chayfeif, he's allowed to shampoo his hair, but not using adamo. So he can't use earth. Apparently there was a certain type of shampoo that had its own intricacies. So if a nozzle wants to be chayfev, but adome he can't use. And the reason is, because it's going to cause his hair to fall out. Was the gears in the Mishnah, where Rabbi Shmuel said that a nozzle is not allowed to be the way we have it. Or is it not because it causes the hair to fall out, but because of the Adama that causes the hair to fall out. In other words, is Rabbi Shmuel saying, because I'm telling you the facts, the fact that Adama causes hair to fall out? Or that's not what he's saying. He knows that there's Adama that causes hair to fall out, but maybe Adama that doesn't cause hair to fall out. But there is an Adama. There's a certain type of Adama that's for sure going to cause it to fall out. And Mipnei Hamasheris, as a Gzeiraza, he's telling you never to use it. The Gemara says, What's the Nafkimino? If the Gir says, Masheris, or Hamasheres. So the Gemara says, an obvious nafkamid. If you're going to Ika Adama, the way master. Let's say you have Adama right now that you know for a fact, 100%, is not going to cause the hair to fall out. If the gears in the mission is that it causes the hair to fall out, well, if you know for sure that this hair is not going to fall out because of the Adama, that's not going to be an issue. But if you're going to tell me that Rabbi Shmuel never meant don't use the Adama that causes hair to fall out. But don't use Adama because there is certain Adama that... So the Adama that you're using doesn't cause hair to fall out? That's never been the issue. It was always Mipnei Hamasheris with the Hey Ayyadiyah. And if that's the case, Klal Klal you can never use anything. And Zok the Gemara in brackets, take moving along. We're going Mamish from classic to classic to classic. And again, just to be very, very clear, we have to be Moisa Maita. We're leaving right on the table. For the, if you want to break the summit again into three parts, first Amit, the first third of the daf, we left real raid. I mean, all the Rubik Kukulay raid, the second third, as Hashem will get to probably tomorrow. And now we're moving along to the last part of the daf, which is really going to launch a new sugya, a very intimidating sugya. The sugya of Tumah Bechiburin will do what we do, and then as Hashem, we have a little bit of raid to get to. Zok de Mishnah. Nazir Shehoyesh A Nazir that was drinking wine the entire day. Says the Mishnah, He's only chayev one set of malakas. Meaning, you could have had a havamina that for every sip of wine that he takes, maybe he should be chayev malakas. No. Even though he's a nazir, he's not allowed to drink wine, and the shear is 
The missionary Shaina says, Berevias, Rabakiva said, Bekezayas, but it doesn't matter. He's only going to get one set of Malchus. But you have to read the not such fine print. Unruloi, if they told the Nazar, Al Tishta, Al Tishta, meaning they were ate him and they gave him Asra, they warned him. For whose choice and he continued to drink, then Chayva Kolachas Vachas. And for every shear, he would be Chayev. In other words, if a person does an Avera, Sheyesh by Malchus, multiple times, Dalach is, the amount of Malchus that you're going to get is going to depend on how many Hasroys you got. In the vernacular, the Hasroys are Mechalek. And the Hasroys teach me how many times this person is going to be Shmais. So if there was one Hasro, then it's going to be one set of Malchus. If there's multiple Hasroys, then for each Hasro, he's going to get another set of Malchus. The same is true for the Teglachas of the Nazar. They told him, And what's Kolachas Vachas when it comes to the Teglachas? Every year, even a Kolshu. So for every year that he cuts, he's going to be over this. If a Nazar was being he's only going to get one Chiyuv. They told him, Let's say he was warned, Al-Tatama. And again, Al-Tatama. He's being Metama. Anyways, for every time that this Nazar is being Metama to a mace, he is going to be Chayev. So the Gemara now is going to focus on the third of the three cases in the Mishnah, and that is a Nazar that was Metama with mace in Kolayoy. He was Mamish going from Besachayim to Besachayim. The whole day, this is what he does. He's being Metama with And they warned him, and they said, Rabid, you're a Nazar. Al-Tatama, Al-Tatama. He doesn't care. A five-ton. For every asra that he got, he is going to be chayv. Zok to Gemara. A very, very, very important Amit Gemara. Itmar. Omar Rabba, Omar Ravuna. Rabba send the name of Ravuna. Mikra Mole Dibra Kosov. There's a Mikra Mole in the Pasuk. It says, Loi Yitama. So what does it say, Loi Yitama? It says it in the parsha of the Nazar. So just to read the psukim in the parish of Nazar that are negeos. It says, Ko Lashem. All the days that a Nazar is going to be a Nazar, Al Nefesh Meis Lo Yava. He's not allowed to come in contact with a Meis. And then the Pasuk says, It doesn't matter if this Meis is a person you know, or it's one of your Mishpacha. The Nazar is not allowed to be Metama to them. Why? The Nazar is treated like the Kohen God, right? A Kohen Hegel is not allowed to be to a mace, but he can be metama to his Karayv. A Kohen Gadol can't. The Nazar is like the Kohen Gadol, Kinezer Olekov Arosha, like the Pasuk Firozites, which is Sprach that you find by the Kohen Gadol. And just like the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to be metama to a mace and even to a Karayv, the same is going to be true as it relates to the Nazar. Now, Rabba, in the name of Rafuna, starts on the days with a Dirk. The Pasuk says twice, that Nos is not allowed to be metame to a mace. There's two laven mentioned in this Pasuk. It says, Kol yemei hazir al Hashem al nefesh meis lo yavoy. That's one. And then it says, Lo avavu li'imei lo achavu l'achoysoy lo yitamu lehem b'moysa. That's two. So Rabbi said, quoting Rav Huna, that there was a mikre mole dibarakasa, lo yitama. So this shprach of mikre mole is something you find in Talmudic slang, right? It's, it's a mikre mole. It's like a fartig apostle. What it means over here is that lo yitama is mole in terms of its definition as a very rich definition. It's an all-inclusive word. It doesn't matter how exactly you're coming in contact with the mace. Lo yitama. If it's b'mag, it's b'masa, it's b'oyol, or some other way you can figure out how to be metama to a mace. It's, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's a mikra mole. It's an all-inclusive word. The Torah also said lo yavoy. Incidentally, it says lo yavoy before it says lo yatam. But when the Torah also said lo yavoy, so why would the Torah say that? 
to teach me that there's two shameless of Isser when it comes to another being metama. Laziri alatoma, that's loyitama. The act of becoming tome is a problem. And laziri alabiyah, there's also an azara of al nefesh meis loyavoy, that you're not allowed to enter a room where there's the nefesh of a mace. In other words, there's two laven, but they're not the same lav. The lav of tumo, la zira ya la tumo, is lo yitam. The other lav is lo yavai. And they're not the same thing. And said Rabba, quoting Rav Huna, that if another would be tome, he would be over the isra of lo yitam. And then afterwards, he would enter a room where there's a mace, he would be over a second Isser because of the fact that he was now over the Isser of Lo Because it's two separate Isurim. So you have the Isser of Tomo and you have the Isser of, of Bia. They're both talking about a Nazar coming in contact in some form with a mace. But at the end of the day, they're two separate Isurim. And it's for that reason, said Rabbi, quoting Rafuna, that if a Nazar would be Tomei, yeah, let's get this clear, because he came in contact with a maze. He was over, let's say, did a maze the lava of Loyotam. And then afterwards, he would enter a room with this, the nefesh of a maze. He would be over al nefesh maze loyavoy. So, lazir al-atumah, lazir al he would be punished twice. The Rishonim speak out, also stating the obvious, that the same would be true if a Nazir would just walk into the nefesh of a maze. He would be over to Lavin. He'd be over the lava of Loyotama because he just became Tome. He would also be over the lava of al nefesh maze loyavoy. But the bottom line is, there are two separate lavin, and the two are not totally zebezeh. As a result, a nozer that walks into the nefesh of a mace could be over twice, or if a nozer was first tome, first he was over late time, and then he entered the nefesh of a mace, he'd be over a second time. But here's the punchline. But what would be if a nozer was over late time, and now he comes in contact with a mace again? So, if you come in contact with a mace, some sweet and mall, that's already tome of the tome, and tome of the you would not be chayiv for the second time that you came in contact with a mace. So, the only way that a nazar could be over two lavin at the same time of Toma is if it's lo yitama and lo yavoy. Avotoma v'toma, it's not possible because once the nazar comes in contact with a mate, he's tome, and once he's tome, he's not shayich anymore to lo yitama. This is what Rabbi said in the name of Rafun. Rabbi Yosef, um, Rabbi Yosef said, Kim. he said, Aloshan Shfu, he said, I swear, um, Rafun, Rafun did not say what you just said, Rabbi. Rather, you know what Rafun said, Afilu Toma v'toma. He said, even Toma v'toma, meaning if a nazar would come in contact with a mate, he would be over the love of lo yitama, and then he would do it again, he would chazer it over. So the loch is, he'd be over the second lo yitama. How do I know that? said Rabbi Yosef, the um, Rafun, because I'll tell you, and then they passed over to him. See, he's in the Beis Akvaris, and they gave him Meisai. What does Meisai mean? It means one of his relatives. Misha Meisai Mutalofanov, right? Third parakimasach So they passed over one of his Meisim. Or Umeis. Umeis doesn't mean and a Meis. It means Oi Meis, Achar, or some other Meis. It doesn't have to be a Meshbacha. By a Nazar, Grada, he's not allowed to be Matama, even to Mishpacha, so we're mentioning Mesa, but the point doesn't have to be Mesa, and then he touched this Mesa, Chayef. Talach is, he's going to be Chayef. Who said this? Rafuna said this. Again, Rafuna said you have a Nazar, he's in the Beis Akvaris. If he's in the Beis Akvaris, he's Tommy. And now, all of a sudden, they passed over, whether it was Mesa, it was Mesa, and he was Naga. He's chayev since Vaitamo. So said Rabbi Yisvah, Ma'ay hamatam bevikoyim. He's an itame anyways. Elulav shmamina must be. Amiravuna afilu tumah v'tumah. That the halach is even tumah v'tumah. So we have a machloikis, Rabbah and Rabbi Yisvah. 
they were both quoting the Rebbe Rav Huna. What would be if another was Tomei, Tomas Meis, and then again he comes in contact with a Meis? Would he be over the lava of Loyotama that second time, or would he not be over the lava of Loyotama? Rabbi said that Rav Huna said no. Rav Yosef said that Rav Huna said yes. Even Rabbi, who said Rav Huna said no, he qualified it. And he said that's only going to be true is if it was Tomo or Tomo. But let's say he became Tommy, and then afterwards he walked into an oil ames, being that entering an oil ames is a separate iser. It says, so you have two shameless of Lavin. For the two shameless of Lavin, you'd be over a second iser. And because it's one shameless, you would only be chayiv once. Rav Yosef said, Kim, I swear that Rav Huna said not that way. And, and I'm a first member of Rav Huna. Where there was another who was standing in the base of Kvaris. They were Moshe, the mace. He touched the mace. And what happened? Chayiv said, Rav Huna must be. Then I feel the Batum and Batum. So you have Machlikis Rabbin, Rav Yosef. You have Rav Yosef. You're going to have who? Even Nazar, you have this. It's Nabai asked Akasha, Akasha on who? I mean, you don't even have to know. It's going to be Akasha on Rav Yosef. He said, Some have the gear, some Nazar, but it's the same difference. Whether it was a Koyan or Nazar that had a mace, he had a mace that he was holding on to. And somebody handed him a mace. Oh, you're holding a mace? No, not a mace. So whether it was mace, it was his mishpacha, or Meis Achar, it was a, a Meis Achar v'noga v'eni tocha yochel yechayiv. You would think you should be chayiv. Talmud loymar. It says in the pasuk v'loy yechalel. So what does it say that? So the words v'loy yechalel. It says by a koyin, which is definitely a shtikel a raya to the girsa that we're talking about a koyin, not another. It says regarding the koyin. Ba'kol nafshe is meis lo yavoi lo aviv uli imay lo yitam. When I make the shlo yitze, v'lo yichalel es mikdash alikov kinez Hashem and mitzchas alikov all of ani Hashem. It's almost verbatim what the Torah says regarding the nazar. But the bottom line is, it says v'lo yichalel that the reason the koyin is not allowed to come in contact with a meis is because of v'lo yichalel. What does that mean? We must be talking about someone that right now his kedusha is not mechul. As opposed to someone that's already in contact with a mace, his kedusha is anyways mechul. And being that he's anyways mechul, there's not going to be a problem. So Abayah told Rav Yosef, I don't know what you heard from Rav Huna, but I know one thing, Abraisa. And the Braisa is mefurish, that if you had a Koyin or a Nazar who's holding on to a mace, now they passed over uh, another mace. He touches a yochel yechayiv. Tamalobi that he's not chayiv. So you see, mafurish that once he's tummy Tomas mace, he can't become tummy afterwards. Amale. So Rav Yosef told Abaya, I hear you, Kasha. You have a good brayse here. I hear exactly what you're saying. Let me ask you back a question. Our Mishnah. What's the Mishnah? If a Nazar was Tamar the Mesim Kalayoyim, in a Chayv al Achas. Omulayi told him, Alta Tamar, Alta Tamar, Chayv al Kalachas, Machas. So he said, Ramai, Hametamar Vikoyin. Meaning, till now, we're just discussing Rav Huna. Did Rav Huna say this? Did Rav Huna say that? Abaya brought a, a Braisa into the conversations. Rav Yosef said, Abaya, you, you want to go down that road? We're going to start. Being my what the Tanon had to say, you have a Bryce, Chaba Mishnah, and a Mishnah is much better than a Bryce. You have a Bryce where it's Mavud, and once you tell me Thomas Mace, you can't be over the Isotoma. Well, I have a Mishnah that says just the opposite. Nazar Shayimetam, the Mason, Kola Yoin, Taloch is Ischayiv, Al Kol Hasra of Asra. So this is Vaiti Rav Yosef talking. Elokashanadadi. So Rav Yosef tells Abai. So you're going to tell me you have a steer between a Mishnah and a Bryce. No, Lakash, I'll tell you the answer, and that's going to be Miyash in my position. You have to say, Kan Bechiburin, Kan Shalebechiburin. One is talking about where the Nazar was holding on to the mace 
when he now came in contact with the mace again. The other is talking about where he wasn't holding, physically making contact with the mace, when he came in contact with that second mace. What's the difference? If somebody is in contact with a mace, and then he comes in contact again with a mace, and that's what the Braissa was talking about. In fact, that's Mefurish, the case of the Braissa. He's holding on to a mace. He's already a Mechol. If, however, somebody is only Tomei Tomas Mace, but he's not physically holding on to the mace, then the halacha is that if he would come in contact with a mace, he would be chayav al kol That's what Rafuna was talking about. That's what the Mishnah is talking about. As a result, there's no kasha between the Bryce and the Mishnah. Kam bechiburin. The Bryce is talking about bechiburin, where the person who's tome isn't just tome. He's physically touching the mace. And being that he's physically touching the mace, he can't become tome again. Kam shaloi bechiburin. The Mishnah is talking about where it's shaloi bechiburin, and if it's shaloi bechiburin, where you're not physically touching the mace, over there it's going to be different. Rafuna was shaloi bechiburin, and that's why I think my. Masoira of what Rafuna said is the Richtige Masoira Nishta Zoyvirab. Now, what's the difference between Chiburim or Shalaybe Chiburim? The difference is really based on a very obscure halacha in the world of Tomas Mace. Everything in Tomas Mace is sort of obscure. But basically, the concept is as follows The concept is that if somebody is touching a mace and then someone else touches that person, in halacha, it's considered as if the person who touched the person touching the mace actually touched the mace. So I'll just give names to the faces. Ruvain is in contact with a mace. There's a mace, there's a corpse, and Ruvain's touching the mace, and Shimon touches Ruvain. So ordinarily, if Shimon would touch Ruvain, who's Tomei Tomas mace, although he would become Tomei, because uh, a Tomei mace is Metama, it's Metama Adam, but the Toma would be a Toma Klisha. He would make Ruvain into a Rishnu Toma. If, however, Ruvain wasn't just Tomei Tomas Mace, but he was touching the mace, so then there's this idea of Chiburin. We look at Shimon as if he's not just touching Ruvain. Through Ruvain, he's actually touching the mace. If you come in contact with a mace, you're not just a, a Rishon Latoma, you're an Avatoma. Tomei Mace is an Avatoma. The mace is Davi Avaisa Toma. So you're an Avatoma, and you have to go to the Paraduma, you're Tomei Tomas Shiva. In other words, when someone is in contact with a mace, being that he could be Metamas someone else, right now, to make that person a regular Tomei Mez, who's going to be Tomei Tomei Shiva, that's a Raya, that's a Makar, that his Tomei that he has right now is a, a very, very stark Tomei. As opposed to someone that's Tomei Mez, who right now is not in contact with the maze, although he's Tomei Tomas Mez, but being that he doesn't have the ability to make somebody else a Tomei Mez, so that's again a Raya, that his Tomei, again, there's nothing college about his Tomei, but it's a little bit more college. The point is this, if a Nazir or a Kayan was in contact with a mace and then he would again be Metama being that right now his Tum is Mamash Bechiburin he's on that highest level of, of Tum nothing's being Nitoisif when he goes ahead and comes in contact with a mace and Tzvetama because he's already in contact with a mace so there's no Taisefes Tum if there's no Taisefes Tum therefore it's nothing and that's Tum of Tum that's what the Brayse was talking about you're out but in if a person was only Tommy Thomas Mace, but he wasn't physically touching the mace, now when he touches the mace, that second, something is being Nitoisif. 
The whole raya, because if somebody would touch him now, he would be tummy to shiva. So just to keep the Gemara simple, it's a simon that there's something happening over here. Oh, there's something happening. There is a Tesefus of Toma. There's a Tesefus of Toma. That's why it's going to be a problem. And that's what the Mishnah was referring to. So when the Mishnah said that another show you show you say and they, t- I'm not sure say Yain Kalayan. He was being Metamal Mesim Kalayan. And they told him, Al Tatama, Al Tatama, the Allah is Chay of Al Kal Asra, the Asra. What's that talking about? It's talking about where it was Shaloi Bechiburin. If, however, it would have been Bechiburin, in that case already, the Allah is he would not get Malka. So the Gemara just makes one diak, and we're just going to end with this last Gemara. And that is that you see from here that Vetuma Bechiburin Dairaisa. It's clear from the way Rabbi Yosef. Reconciled the Brice and the Mishnah that this concept of Tumah Bechiburim must be a Dindai Raisa. How do you know that? Because you see, whether it's Bechiburim or not, Bechiburim is going to determine whether you do get Malkus or you don't get Malkus. The Mishnah says you're getting Malkus, it's because it's Shalai Bechiburim. The Brice says you don't get Malkus, it's because it's Bechiburim. So obviously, this Indian of Bechiburim, which we're learning literally, we're learning on one toe, not just on one foot, but the bottom line is, it's this whole Indian of Tumah Bechiburim is, is for sure a Dindai Raisa. Fake the Gemara, how could that be? How could you tell me it's a din daira'isa? For Amr Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef, Amr Rabbi Yitzchak by Rabbi Yitzchak, the whole Indian of Tom Bechiburim was only said, the Truma Vikachim, it's Nagaya Truma Vikachim. So this Chumra that you have by Tom Bechiburim would be Truma or Kachim. As it relates to all the Chumras that we have in the world of Kaidish, so there's an Indian that if someone touches someone that's Mechumra to a mace, it's Tome Tuma Shiva. Avalu Nazar, for example, as it relates to a Nazar, what does it mean? A Nazar who comes in contact with a mace, so Vayom Marishanim Yiplu, etc., etc. If he would not come in contact with a mace, but he'd come in contact with someone that's in contact with a mace. Or, for Isa Pesach, for Snegeya bringing the carbon Pesach, someone is Tomei Tumas Mace, so he gets pushed off the Pesach Shane, he can't bring the carbon Pesach. Loy, over there, there's no Allah of Tumabi Chiburim. What's the Kashvi? I'm a Tayraisa. If you can come to Bechiburim's Tayraisa, Maichna, what's the difference? If it's a Dindra Banan, okay? So then, learn the third Tayraka Masechtis Chagigo, all the Mailas and the Chumras that you find by Truman Kachim as it relates to Tumabi Taira, Givaldi. But, if it's a dindai raisa, you can't be mechalic between true and right? The whole shlishi and reveal of these are all dina de rabbanon. It's not dina de raisa. In the world of de raisa, there's no nafkimina. So if there's no nafkimina, what's going on over here? So the Gemara says, you have to say, kam bechibure adam ba'adam, kam bechibure adam emez. That memra that Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Yosef said in the name of Rabbi Yali was not talking about the classic tome bechiburim. The classic tome bechiburim is where, again, Ruvain is touching a mace and Shimon touched Ruvain. If Shimon touches Ruvain, that's Tuma Bechibur and Deiraisa. It's the Gaya Truma, it's the Gaya Kachim, it's also the Gaya Nazar, Naisa Pesach, and everything else. That's a regular Tuma Bechiburin. What the Amiram were discussing, Rav Yanai, when he said his Allah of Tuma Bechiburin, he was Mechalik between Kachim and everything else, he was talking about where Ruvain was touching a mace, Shimon was touching Ruvain, and then Levi touched Shimon. Now, Shimon himself is Tomei Tomas Mace through the Chiburim Deiraisa of Ruvain. But when Levi touches Shimon, he's already one step removed. And on that, there's no Chiburim. Kamash Malon that the Rabbanon took it a step further, and they made a Chumrah in the world of Tome and Kachim and Truma, as they always did. And they said that although it's true there's no Tome B'Chiburim Deiraisa, but there is going to be a Tome B'Chiburim Deirabanon. And as it relates to that Rabbanon, they only said it for Truma and Kachim. They didn't say it for Nazar and Noisa Pesach. We are going to end the daf portion of today's daf right here. So this last Gemara that we just learned is not an easy Gemara, like every Gemara in Mesech des Nazar, but it's a very Yusoydistic Gemara. And it's not just Yusoydistic in Hilchas Nezirus, but it's really Yusoydistic 
in uh, all halachas related to Tumas Mace. And as we'll see, Be'ez Hashem, there's some real, real interesting nafgeminus lahalacha that emerged from this sugi. But let's just recap the Gemara very, very quickly. And that is, we had a machloikis between Rabbah and Rav Yosef, both Aliba de Ravuna. What would be if you have a Nazar who came in contact with a mace? It was a very, very big mistake. He's going to pay for it. Ba'al Mohodein. He's going to get Malkus. And now he went and he was metamed to a mace Tzim Is he over the Isser lo yitama Tzim or not? Would he get Malkus for the second Toma or would he not? Rabbah said in the name of Ravuna that he would not. If he would enter the oil of a mace, being that there's a new iser called al nefesh mace layavoy, for that he would have an issue. But if he simply came in contact with a mace for a second time, there's no repercussions. He would not be over the iser of loyutam. Rav Yosef said, "I have a kabbalah." He said, "Abaloshin shvu alikim." He said, "I'm telling Rav Huna said not that way." Rav Huna said that another that's Tommy that comes in contact with a a mace again, the halach is for the second time that he comes in contact with a mace, he will be over the iser of loyatama. Now, if you think about it, you just step away from some of the intensity of the daf, sounds like this is a very balabata shashayla. The shayla really is that a nazar is not let be metama to a mace. Okay, maybe that's only if the nazar is tahar. But the rega that the nazar is tameh, at that point, what's the issue? Now I'll be metama to a mace, meaning, don't take this pristine nazar who's tar, mamish, because he has all the kedusha al-roshah with the kodesh of his here, etc., etc., and be metamim. But he's doch mechul of He's anyways tummy. So if he's anyways tummy, what should be the problem? I could hear that sad, or I could argue if I care. It says in the Torah, lo yitama. And if it says in the Torah, lo yitama, lo yitama is lo yitama. See, you can hear two very, very clear. So we could, we could debate this all day long, which is exactly what Amiram did. And that is, if you just think about it, Abyssal Balabatish, that's the Shailah. That's what's going on here in this daf. And that is, a Nazar who's not allowed to come in contact with a mace, is that only if he's a, a pure Nazar, so that Nazar is not allowed to come in contact with a mace, or would this be true? For even a Nazar that's Tome, who although right now it's true he's not Tar, but still there's a lav in the Torah of Loyatam. It emerged from the Daf that this Shaila is not only true for a Nazar, it's true for a Koyan as well. The Gemara Shtotsu Abraisa, that was Isabe Abaya, which the Girsa that we have is talking about a Koyan. The Posik that the Braisa quoted for sure is the parish of Guna. Same exact Shaila. A Koyan is not allowed to be Metamet to a Mace. But maybe that's only if the Koyan's Tar. To the extent that the Koyan is Tome, then maybe there'd be no isser for him to be metamet to a mace. Could a coin that's tomei mace anyways be metamet to a mace, or could he not be metamet to a mace? The marumokim would seem to be nazadaf membeiz amebeiz. And really, what emerges from the sugya is, it's a machloikis rabban rav yosef. Now, I'll leave it to ravuna, but it's a machloikis rabban ravuna. And rabba's shita seems to be that it's not a problem. Tumma v'tumaloi, there's no issue. Rabbi Yosef Shita seems to be that no, Tumma v'tumma would be a problem. In other words, if you'd ask me, I would tell you just from learning Daf Yoimi, not that we pass in childless from Daf Yoimi, but from learning Daf Yoimi, it would seem that whether or not a Koyan that's Tommy Tumas Mace or a Nazar that's Tommy Tumas Mace is allowed to come in contact with a Mace is a machloikis between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. So what's the bottom line? So let's fast forward to the Rambam. In the Yad Chazaka, and this is in Hilchas Naziris, it's Perike Halacha Tezain. Zok the Rambam. Nitmel a mace pomim harbe, a nozer that came in contact with a mace pomim harbe many times. Afapishu chayev malkus, I'll call achas va achas le shamayim. Even though in shamayim he's going to be chayev malkus 
for every time that he came in contact with a mace. But Bezdin is only going to give him Malchus once. If, however, you got Asra for every time that he came in contact with a mace, he's fifing on, then he's going to get Malchus for everything that he did. When is that true? If he came Tomei, Upirish, and then he was Pirish from the Toma, the Chazavanaga, and then he came in contact with again, Oynasa, or Masa, Oyhel, or Oil. But let's say the Nasa was touching the Mace, and the Mace is still in his head. The Naga be Mesach, and then he touched another Mace, Enoi Chayev Elo Achas. Then he's only going to be Chayev one. Afapish, his true boy, I'll call Nagiyo Nagiyo, even though they gave him Asra for every Nagiyo, Shere Mechulova Oime, because he's a Mechulova Oime. The Rambam is very, very clear. The Rambam Paskin like Rav Yosef. The Rambam Paskin like Rav Yosef that if a Nazar is Tomei and he becomes Tomei again, if they gave him Asra, he'll be Chayev al Kalachas Vachas with the Bamedvar Mamurim, with the caveat of Tumah Bechiburim. The only time this is true is if it's Shaloi Bechiburim. If, however, it would be Bechiburim, like the Braisa that Abayah Shtaltzu, in that case, you'd only be Chayev once. There's a very, very long rivet. I'm not going to go through the whole rivet, but just the gist of the rivet. Says the rivet as follows. Amr Avram, Iyanti b'shmu azubah mesachtis nazar mem beiz omi beiz. I was ma'ayin in the shmu. I went through the sugi very, very good. Viroisni and I saw. Diladas Rav Yosef. Everything you said is true. But there's a balplukta that Rav Yosef has in that sugi. And his balplukta is rabba. And in Rabbi Shita, it's Mavur, that if a Nazar is Tommy and it becomes Tommy again, there isn't going to be a problem. So again, it's a very long Rivet. But at the end of the Rivet, says the Rivet, Vakiv on the Kaim Malon Gitten Ayin Dalon Amid Beis. Rabbi Verab Yosef, Hilchas Akarabba, that whenever there's a Machlik is Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, Talacha is like Rabbi, Me'ato, Tumma Vetumma, Afilu Piresh, even if you were Piresh, it's Shaloi Bechiburim. Vechazavanaga, and you would touch again, Potter, you would be Potter. So says the Rivet, I went through the Sugi in Nazar. And it's clear to me that the Rambam Paskin like Rav Yosef, Pasha. However, Rabbah's Chaylik, and the rule is that whenever there's a Machloikis between Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, the Allah is like Rabbah. And being that whenever there's a Machloikis between Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, the Allah is like Rabbah, I hold like Rabbah, and therefore I hold that if a Naz is Tomei, and he becomes Tomei again, he's only going to be Chayv one, he's not going to be over another is. Now, the emphasis is this that the Rabbah says, parenthetically, that whenever there's a Machloikis Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, the Halacha is like. Rabba, it's based on, he quoted Gitnain Dalit, it's also Baba Basra, Kufya Dalit, in different places in Shas, where the Gemara says, whenever there's a machlik, it's Rabba and Rabbi Yosef, Hilchza Kavasi to Rabbi Yosef in three places. Besada, Inyin, Umechza. Sada, Inyin, Umechza. Those are three times that Allah is like Rabbi Yosef. So he said, Maris, everywhere else, that Allah is like Rabba. Oh, but the emphasis, what the Ravid said, is not so posh. Not everybody agrees with the Ravid. Toysis and Kedushan Daftas says that this cloud that the Gemara says, Hilchas HaKavasi to Rabbi Yosef, Besada Inyo Nomechza, means in Mesechtis Bava Basra. All three of those sugis are Bava Basra, the Gesugis, and it's in the world of Bava Basra that we always pass in like Rabba, not like Rabbi Yosef, with those three exceptions. But in Gantz Shas, it's not true. In fact, the Chavis in his famous Truva, we haven't spoken about this in a long time, but the famous Simon Tzadik Dalad, where he goes through all his Klali Ayra, he says, I think it's Muchach, you have to say, like, Toysfus and Kedush and Daftas. Why? Because everyone knows the Gemara end of Brachis and the Gemara end of Hayriya says that Rabbi was a Oiker Harim and Rabbi Yosef was a Sinai. In fact, Rabbi Yosef is known as Sinai in Shas. Rabbi Yosef was the Sinai. And Sinai of Oiker Harim, Sinai Adiv. And Toysfus says in Erev and Daft Mem that it means in 
Halach, whenever there's a machloik from the Sinai Kaharim, you always go like the Sinai. So how could it be Hilchas Kabasi the Rabba if Rabba's the Kaharim, Reisif is the Sinai? This would be the greatest aberration and anomaly of all time because we always pass him like the Sinai, not like the Kaharim. So he says, Elamai, this is a Raya of the Chavasiyar, the Toysvis Hashita, and that is that this Halacha Kerabba. With three exceptions, it's true in Bava Basra. But if you're not learning Bava Basra, like you're learning Nazir, for example, so over there you wouldn't have this club. But the bottom line is, is that the Ravid said that Hayois, we Paskin always like Rabba. So it's for that reason, it's for that reason, the Halacha is going to be that if a Nazir was Tomei and then he became Tomei again, even if it was Shaloi Bechiburim, the Halacha is that he is going to be Potter for that second Tomei. And then the Ravid concludes with one line, a line that was Marish Elonis. Says the right, being that I just told you that Allah is like Rabba in the Sugyum, nowadays all Kayhanim Tmeye Mesin, they're all Tmeye Mes, and if that's the case, they no longer have a Chiyav and if somebody wants to say that if you're a Kayan today, you're not let to be Metama to a Mes, all of Lahavi Raya, let him come prove it. Because as far as I know, we Paskin like Rabba. And Rabba Shita, which was stated regarding a Nazar, and as we saw in the Gemara, also regarding a Kayan is, that once you're Tommy, there's no way to become Tommy again. And if that's the case, Kayhanim today, who are all Tmei Mace, why? Because we don't have the Efer of the Para Aduma. So a Kayan Bezman would be allowed to be Metamit to a Mace. Ein Aleim Chiyav Tumma. Vamechayev Oislam. All of Lahavi Raya. So I just want to share with you a Dover Nifla. And that is the Mishnah Melech. This is in Hilchus Ovel. It's in Perikimel Aloch Aleph. So he brings a Nishalti. He was asked a question. I don't understand the, the nuances of the question, but he describes a certain product that was called Mumya. Mem Vav Mem Yud Yud Aleph. Shemoichrem HaKoyhanim. That it seems this was a big chef. This was a big business. And there were a lot of Koyhanim that were involved in this business. Now this Mumya had in it a little bit of a Basra Mes, which meant that if you were a Koyin and you were going to sell this Mumya, it might have been very profitable, but at the same time, you could be uh, being over the Isatoma. And the question was sent to the Mishnah Melech. This is the Mishnah Melech, the Poisek, not the Mefarish on the Ramam. The Poisek, Nishalti. I was asked this Shail as a Rav. He says, okay, Hanim allowed a deal in the trade of this Mumya, or are they not allowed a deal in this trade? So said the Mishnah Melech, I sat down and I wrote a Trufa. And it's Barichos here in Mishnah Melech. And there's Mamish Dvarim, the Flam, the stickers here, because we've referred to this Mishnah Melech several times over the years, but different Nakudas and different parts of the Mishnah Melech. But this is the part that's Negeos. Said the Mishnah Melech that at first glance I have an Eitzah. I think I may be able to be Mako and I could allow the Kayhanim not to lose out on this boom and let them handle a Mumya. It's like this, they can make all the money they want to make. What's the Eitzah? So the Eitzah is like this. Everyone knows the Gemara says, in the Sechtes Bava Metziah, Daf that one of the Amoyroim once saw Eliyahu Anavi, Ashkechei Rabbe Baravu Eliyahu, the Koi Bebeis Hakfarah Shal and he went over to him and he told him, Elio, aren't you Pinchas? And if you're Pinchas, what are you doing in a, in a base sacrifice? Um, so he told him back, like, Masni Tyrus, what, Rabbi Baravu, you're asking this question as if you never learned Tyrus, but we just learned Tyrus the last three days. He said, You never learned Tyrus? Don't you know the Braiser of Shimba Yechal? He said, Kivreim shall oiv the Kechavim e metamen. That Kivreyakim and not metamen. Shinema ve etin tsoini tsoimari, you say, Odom, Atem kriyim Odom, they ain't oiv the Kechavim, kriyim Odom. And it says, Odom, Kiyamus Boyle. So don't you know that an oiv Kechavim is a ladder? And as a result, he tells Rabbi Rabu, there's no problem me being here. So said the Mishnah Melech, you see that Rabbi Shimba Yechoi held 
that although a coin is not allowed to be metam to a mace, but kivei akum are not metam. So he said this mumya that's being sold right now, you have to assume is probably mumya that's made up of the flesh of Oiv de Kechavim. Why? Based on Rav, called the Parish Merubah Parish. So you would have to assume for sure that it's based on Akum. Being that it's based on Akum, because Kivri Akum ain't a Metam. The reason it's not so posh is because although the Gemara says that Kivri Akum are not Metamin, but like we said earlier, you don't paskin Shailas from Gemaras, and you don't paskin Shailas from Dafyoyimi. It's really very, very complicated what the Halacha is. And if you go through the Rishonim, there's two major mitigating factors. Number one, Andrew Rishonim, Taisva says it often art right here in Mestachtus Bava Metziah, say that this, that the Gemara said that Kivrei Yakim in Metamah means they're not Metamah Ba'oyel. Right, what's the Makar? Odom ki yamus ba'oyel. Atem kriyam adam, de'in oivdekechavim kriyam adam. That's a miyot in Tumas oil, but as it relates to Tumas magal masa, there's no mafurish gemara. Ladas kama vekama v'rishayinim. But v'oid, there are many, many rishayinim, in fact, that's the Allah in Shulchan Aruch, that this whole Indian of Rav Shem is not a Libya Hilchasa. We always say, we don't pass on Rav Shem Ba'ichai. Lost love, will pass on Rav Shem Ba'ichai. But the Al-Mahadeim, we're not on the Madrega yet of Rashbi. And in this world, Kivrei Yakim are Metam. So said the Mishnah Melech, my eighth of a Muslim would be that this mumya is probably made up of Roy of Avdikachavim, called the Parish Merubah Barish. So like this, Mekhen gave it. The problem is, Number one, who said Kivrei Yakim and not Matama B'Magah? And they were Magah it. They were handling in it. That's number one. And number two, number two, I'm not even sure. Ladas Kama Paiskim, the Torah and the Shukhanach Beresha. We don't even Paskin like this. So if we don't Paskin like this, it's not so Pasha. But said the Mishnah Melech, that although it's true, if you go through Rav Rishonim, do not hold that a Koyin is a land of be Matama to Kivrei Akum B'Magah, However, there is a Shita Sayyurayim who comes out with Kula holidays. It says the Mishnah Melech, the Urayim is Farti Urayim, Chadman or Rishayim. And if that's the case, you have someone to be Saimcha. But you're going to be Saimcha just on a Urayim, says the Mishnah Melech. At the end of the day, according to all the Rishayim, this is a problem. So I'm going to be Saimcha on the Urayim. So the Mishnah says, no, I have an Eitzah. My Eitzah is, I can be Mitzvah for one other Shita. And that is derived. Derived in Perikei Hilchas Aziris, who said that Koyhanim Bizman Hazet Mei Meisem Vaoid Ein Aleim Chiyav Tumah Vamechayev Oisam All of the Haviraya says the Mishlam Elach. I have a rivet that said that the whole Indian of Tumah Bizman Hazet is not a problem anyways. So if the whole Tumah Bizman Hazet is not a problem, because that Tumah Meisem anyways, because like the rivet said, we pass like Rab and Rabashita is Tumah Filushol Loi Bechiburim is not going to be an issue. So he says, I can make a svek svek. This is the lotion of the Mishlam Elach. Suffolk, that Allah is like the Urayim, that Kivrei Yakim and not Metama, Philobimag. And Suffolk, that Allah is like the Raivid, that there's no Tumas Meis Bizman Azeb, because Kulon Utmei Meis him anyways. Since says the Mishnah Melech, Betzir of these two Kulas, Kememach and Asfek Sveka, and he says, I am not a little bit to be Mekel, and to say that if a Koyan, Boshit, he wants to make all this money, and go ahead and be Oisik and Mumya, he could do it. And the reason is because he has a svek sveka. He could be so mechsai on the Urayim and say on the Raivet and Sezam in Mahatzachanetza. But then at the end of this shtickle, the Mishnah Melech says, Abulamaisa, I'm not comfortable. He says, Why not? Because although it's true, there's a Urayim and a Raivet, but at the same time, the Urayim is a das yochid, shed kola goinim varishoinim chokuav. And the Raivet, he said, is a das yochid, shed kola goinim varishoinim chokuav. And he says, being that both of these shittas are a das yochid, so he says, you're going to take two das yochids and you're going to make from it a svek sveka. 
He says, that's something I'm very uncomfortable with. And that's when Mishra Malach said that Kayhanim should not be Oisik and Mumya, it's inappropriate. And it's not something that they should do. Ad kan dvorov shal ha-mishlo melech. Yehuda, in his Agoyz and Shulchan Aruch, and this is in Dagul Mervava, it's in Simen Shin Ayin Beis. It's on the Halach and Shulchan Aruch that says, Kivrei goyim nochoyim lizoyra koyim milelech aleh. Again, even though the Gemara says in Bava Metziah, Kufi Yadal, Bama Beis, Kivrei Yakim and Amitama. Rishim Ba'ichoy said it. Oh, Yohan Novi said it to Rabbi Baravua. But Torah is Leib HaShemayim, you don't pass in that way. Kivrei goyim nochoyim lizoyra koyim milelech aleh. Says the Ramah, Afal Pishiyesh Makilim Nochim Lahachmer. And even though people are Mako, but it doesn't matter. Nochim Lahachmer. So on this Halach and Shulchan Aruch, which is Mamish this Indian, says the Noid of Yehuda, I want to say it like this. I found that the Mishalim Melech in Perakim and Hilchazavol, he wanted to have an Eitzah. He did it in Lamaisa, but he tried being Matakayhanim to be Oisik and Mumyo based on a Svek Sveka. Who be Mitzdarif to Shita Sayyurayim that holds that Kivayakim is not Matama Filibamaga. And will be Mitzdarif to Shita Sayyurayim Perakayo and Naziris that we pass him like Grabo that Kayanim are Tommy Mace and once someone's Tommy, there's no way for him to be Matama again. And together we'd make it Svek Sveka. But the Mishalim Melech came out that it's not okay. And why did he come out that it's not okay? Said the Mishnah Melech. The reason is because he's a two das yachid. And how could you make a kula that's based on two shittas that everybody was chaylik on? Said the Noid of Yehuda. But if that's the case, I think we can use this Mishnah Melech a little bit in a functional way. And that is, this that the Mishnah Melech said, that both shittas, Sai the Yireyim and Sai the Ravid, here we are das yachids. That was Negea, his Shiloh, that he was asked. He was discussing trading in Mumya, which involved Negea in the Mason of Akko. And there's only one Shita that holds its Mutala Maisa. It's the Shita Sayyirin, because everybody's Chayluk on that. But let's say the Shiloh would be a little bit differently. Let's say it would be a Shiloh of Tumas Oil as it relates to Kivrei Akum. That is not a Das Yochid Ireim. For that, the Kama Vikama Shita Sayyirin. That whole, <coughs> that it's not a problem. In fact, the Rambam holds that that's mutter. And being that this Kamer V'Kamer Rishonim that holds that that's mutter, so that, I don't know if you would have the Dichoy of the Mishnah Melech. Since said the Noid of Yehuda, if you would ask me, you ready for a Chiddush Noira? If a Koyim Bismanazer would want to go and he would want to be metama to Kivrei Akum, but he's being metama to Kivrei Akum, how? Al Yudei Oyo? For that, you can now invoke the Svek Svek of the Mishnah Melech, his Havamina to be Matamumya, his reason not to, his Dechia, was based on the fact that on the Kivrei Akum side, you're being Soymich on a Das Yochid Yireim, over here it's not a Das Yochid anymore, and I think this is something that would be okay, and listen to what the Noi Behuda said. That if somebody wants to be Mekel, ain't Moichem Beyadah. You can't be Moichem. And if a Kohen would want to walk in, I'll just let's talk practically speaking, into a Beis Akvaris of Kivriakum or any derivative of some such Shaila, the Neid Yehuda says, ain't Moichem Beyadah. You have no right to be Moichem. Mishal Melch already had such a Havamina. His only issue was because he was being Samechan Yireim. But it's clear that if he had the Rambam and all the G'dayli Rishayim to be Samechan on at least one of the two Sveikas, he would have had been okay with it. At this is my psalm. But then the night of Yehuda continued, and he says, "Omer Yecheskel," of course, referring to himself, Rabbi Yecheskel Landa, the great night of Yehuda. He says, "Mashak asafti begilya in b'shnei seif and hanal nemshachti acha divri amishul melech hanal." Everything that I wrote was all working with the Mishnah Melch. Mishnah Melch wanted to be Matam Mumya. He came out not because it's two das yachids. It's only two das yachids if you handle it in a gear. But if you handle it in oil, it's not two das yachids. The Ladaik but this was all based on a 
Hanocha that the Mishlo Melech made. And that is that the Raivet Shita is, Shein Issa Klal, the Koyun Shekvar Nitma Latama Atzma. That there's no Issa for a Koyun that's already taught me to be Matama himself. Aval Achshav Nasati Alibi. But he said, I gave it thought. And I realize now, Shu'uloi Loi Omraha Raivet. Kubi, that's not what the Raivet ever meant. Kubi, this whole Raivet is fiction. He never really said this. What did the Raivet mean? All he meant was is that there's going to be no chi of Malkus. As it relates to Iser, it could be he would hold that there's even an Iser Torah. The Emma says, if you read the Lashon of the Ravid, it's very, very Sosom. He didn't say, He said, Someone says they're Chayiv. All of the Havi Raya. So said the night of Yehuda, just be medayik l'shoyne azov of the Raivet. He's talking about chiyuv and being mechayev. He's not talking about mot, mutter or aser. I hold the Raivet held it was always aser. I mean that it's always aser. I'm being chayzer. Says the night of Yehuda, what I wrote in Dalgam Ravava, and I hold halacha l'maisa, koyin cannot be soymich anymore on this Mishal Malch. And then he says just one line, which gives you a little bit of an idea of the sugi we're learning now. V'yesh b'shita salalu kama akuli upshuri v'gama sugi sasri adadi. Sums up. Everything we've done in the last few weeks. The Eshbaz had Dvarim Amukim, Lo Yechilim Hagilyoin, Lochain had Radimbi. But the bottom line is, he says, I'm Choyzer, Melahatu Lokoyin Leil Chakivri Oivdekechon. He says, I'm Choyzer on this Psak, and I hold that this is actually something that is, that is not going to be Mutter. So there's a little bit of the rest of the story to this Noid of Yehuda. And that is in a Chuvah from the Heligich Sam Soifer. It's in Yoridea, it's in Simon Shin Lamedches. So, in the middle of this Chuva, the, the Chsam Soifer was discussing this Shailah, and the Shitas Haraivit. Listen to what he writes. He says as follows He's talking to the Shail. That this that the Shail wrote, that according to the Raivit, that says, take a look at the Neid Abidah, but which part of the Neid Abidah does he want him to see? The second part. He says, look at the part of Yechaskel. And then the, the Chsam Soifer shares a little bit of a personal story. He says, V'no, here now I remember, I was a young child, Yutzak Mayim al Yedei Moiri Chosit Shabagohuna, pun intended, Hagoyin Rav Nassin Adler, Zechreni Levracha. He says, I remember I was a little child and I was being Meshamish Bikdusha by the great Rav Nassin Adler. Shnas Tovkuf Mem Gimel. That's the year it was. And we were traveling together. And when we traveled together, we passed through the city of Prague. Bavarnu Derech Prague. And my Rebbe said, I have to go visit the Noid Behuda. It was the God of Adar. I have to go see him. And I remember I was a little boy. And my Rebbe, Rav Nassim Adler, visits the Noid Behuda. And they were talking and learning, obviously. And what were they discussing? They were discussing this Ravid. This is what they were talking about. The Ravid and Nazis. They were mamish learning Ardaf. This is what was going on. And he says, I remember, as a little boy, but I remember the Yehuda took his Shulchan Aruch and he showed it to my Rebbe. And he showed him that he wrote on the side of his Gillian that even though the Mishnah Melech, who wanted to be Matadis Geshevt for the Kayan and Muschoyzer, but could be it was only because he was only being Seich on the Uraim, because it was Thomas Magda. But if it be Thomas Oil over there, maybe he would have been Machmer. And he showed him. The first half of what he had written in the Dogom of Rava. Umayri the Rabbi's al Pilpalalav. And my Rabbi was, he was being chayuk with him. He was being mafalful to him. Vinifridu zemize. And then eventually they parted ways. Vihlifu pilpulim al yadi. But my Rebbe was still in Prague. And he continued talking and learning through me. He said, I was the Vani hoyisi moitsi umevi hadvarim. 
This is a young Chassam Seifer who's with his Rebbe, Rav Nassim Adler, and Rav Nassim Adler is telling him what he thinks Pshat and it is, and Chassam Seifer is knocking on the door to the store, and he tells him what his Rebbe said, that you just said, you go tell your Rebbe like this, and you tell your Rebbe like that, and this is Mamash, a young Chassam Seifer who's the Moil Chamevi, all these things. But he says you should know the night Behuda was Chosam. The Hosef ala Gilyan, hach, Omar Yechesko v'chulo. He said he wrote on the side of his Gilyan, Omar Yechesko. So when you read this night of Behuda, it's two parts. He said it was two parts. Because originally the Behuda didn't hold that way. He was going to be Soymech, Halach, Halamaisa, and this rabbi like the Mishnah Melech was. The only reason he was Chosam, the reason he came around, was because of my rabbi. It was because of Nassim Adler, he said, I was involved. Then the Chassam Soifer says, Vani bani, achaz man, kamo shloishim shono. It says, 30 years later, matzasi, shekach kosef, haraivet betomim deim. I found that the raivet in the Sefer Tomim Deim says, mefurish, soifsim and reish lamidvav, that it's oser for a koyim bezman hazeh, minatoyro, literally midday raisa to be metama. And he said, Baruch Hashem, you see, he was zoichi, he was mechavet to the emes. His rebbe was, that you see the raivet shita was that it's really oser minatoyro. How did he know that? He knew that because the raivet wrote in his Sefer Tomim Deim, that that's the way it is. It's actually very interesting because the next Tshuva, right here in Tshuva's Chassam Soifer, we just read Yeridea Shin Lamiches. If you learn Yeridea Shin Lamites, so over there, the Chassam Soifer is also being Mephalfal in this Ravid. It's the same noise, a much shorter Tshuva, but he's being Mephalfal in the same thing. And Toich Dvarvi says, V'haraivit betomim deim, the Ravid in the Sefer Tomim Deim, Simen Reish Lamedvav, Posak Lehedya Keharambam Veroiv HaPoiskim. He says, Mefurish, that it's Osem in Atayra, but says the there were two rivets. And being that there were two rivets, don't bring me a riot from the rivet in Tom and Dame, because that's not a given what the rivet in Das Dog is held. So I saw on the bottom of the Chsam Soifers, they all say there's a steer Chsam Soifer. In Reish Shin Lamitchas, he said, Oparchacham 30 years later, he found this rivet, and he knew that for sure the Rebbe was right. And then all of a sudden over here he's being doichet that there's two different rivets. The MS is that the first chuva, Shin Lamitchas, was the second tshuva that was written. First he wrote Shin Lamites, which is where he said it was two rivets. And then several years later, I think it's four years later, he wrote Shin Lamites, where he seemed to bring a raya from the rivet. Now I'm not sure what happened during those four years, but it's possible that during those four years, the Chassam Soifer was zoichet to see the great Sefer, Shem Akdoyim, that was written by the Chida. Again, they didn't have Sfarim like we have today, and everything was new and fresh. The Chida and the Shem Akdoyim, Kiyudua, talks a lot about the Raivet. And the Chida says that there were three Raivets. In fact, the Chida has a, a very, very famous disclaimer. Whenever you see Torah from the Raivet, he says, says, anyone that learns in Yeshiva should always know the following. The Kashayiru HaMechabrim HaRaivet the Hasogis, the Yiksha Lehmid, the Ravid, you're going to see something that the Ravid said in the Hasogis. You're going to have a Kasha from some other Ravid. I am by I am Nero. You have to be very, very careful to know. You have to make sure you know which Ravid you're talking about because there's three different Ravids. But in this Shem Agdoilim, the Chida, who is the Murad, the Kula Talmuda, and he is the final authority when it comes to all this, he sorted out. Which rivet was which? And he says the rivet in the Hasagas was the rivet in the Tom Day. So I think the Chassam Seifer probably saw the Chida and he saw it that he had written in the Shem Akdoilim and he saw that he held that the two rivets were the same. And if that's the case, so 30 years later he found the rivet and then several years later he chopped that it was a Tushtal, this rivet. But the bottom line is, this could be that's the Teretz to answer. There's another rivet for this, but we're not going to talk about this right now. But what's the bottom line? The bottom line is, is that the Noida Behuda initially wanted to be Saimachan, this Mishnah Lamelech, and he wanted 
going to come out that it would be mutter or be when it comes to a shayla of Thomas Oil. Lamaisi was chayzer. Oh my Yechasko, the Chassam Soifer and the Chuvah said the rest of the story. He was chayzer because of Rav Nosson Adler, and he says Kadavina Talia. I was the Moiluch Mevi, and that's how this Chazara all came about. It's very interesting that although the Noid of Yehuda was chayzer. And it was based on Rav Nassim Adler, who clearly held that the Ravid never meant that there's no Issa. And the Chassam Soifer in his Shuvah's Zichir was Mavatal Daita, Saitis, Rebbe Rav Nassim Adler, and also Kiyadua, to the Neid of Yehuda, Bamakim Sha'afsha. So it's partially held the same way. And they all held that even though Siddhas are Ravid, but the Welt Machta Tois met their Ravid. And all the Ravid means is regarding Isser. The Ravid never meant, all the Ravid means is regarding Chiyuv. Avada, as it relates to Isser, Isser there is going to be. Kilashoyna Yazov. But it's Kedai, you have to say, and you have to know that not everybody agrees with this. You want to know who held not this way? Who held that according to the Ravid, there is no Isser for a coin to be Tommy to a mace? It's Rabki Vegas. Rabki Vegas is in a tshuva, and it's in Chelek Bez, it's Simon Yudches, where Rabki Vegas says, that the Shitas HaRaivet is, and he's Ma'ir the other tzad, but he says, it's not Mashma that the Raivet meant regarding Chiv. And you know why? He said, because what does Chiv mean, Bezmanazah? What did the Raivet mean? If the Raivet just meant to say, he says, I want you to know, based on all this trade, but there's no Chiv, what? Malchus, there's no Chiv Malchus, anyways. What he means, all the raid with the, the Maranos? That's what he means? That raid bite? I don't think so, right? So what does the Ravid mean then? Where is it? Nogeyev is manazeh. Chiv and not chiv. So some say psuleyetos. Where is the Nogeyev chiv? So Rabbi Kivega. Rabbi Kivega held it's not Mestabe. And Rabbi Kivega held it. He says, the Maisa, the Mishlamelech, Pshad and the Ravid is the Emes Pshad and the Ravid. So we have a major, major machloikis how to understand the Ravid. But just to, to come out the Maisa, and that is, there is a Shittas Ravid in the world that says that Kohanah B'zman maybe on some level, could or for sure, or not chayif, if they're going to be metamet to a We have a machloikis g'doyle yachroinam. In our raid bite, we have the Noid of Yehuda in his chazara, and we have the Mishlom Melech, Bereisham, and Rav Nassim Adlin, the Chassam Soifer, who all held that the Ravid means that there's just no chiv, However, in Isser, Avadid is going to be. On the other side, I put the Mishnah Malach on the wrong side. On the other side, we have the Mishnah Malach, and we have Rabbi Kiva Eger, who held that the Ravid holds that not only is there no Chiv, but there's going to be no Isser either. Now, let's just hold Cheshmer for a second. We had the Noid of Yehuda, who, when he thought Pshad in the Ravid was the way the Mishnah Malach understood the Ravid, and that is that there's no Isser for a coin to be Metam Bizman Hazeh, he was willing to allow Koyhanim Bizman Hazeh to be metamet Tumas oil with Kivriyakum. Because the Mishnah Melech was already willing to do that with Tumas Maga, and the only reason he didn't, because it was Tumas Maga, and he had to come on to the Uraim that everybody was Chaylikon. But the Neid Yehuda made a very glata cheshmin, and he said that if we're handling Tumas oil, then it would be mutter. The only reason the Neid Yehuda was Chayzer was because he held, like Ramnas and Adler told him, that that's not Pshan and the Ravid. But if Halacha Lemaisa, you would name on Pshan and the Ravid, the way the Mishnah Melech named on Pshat and the Ravid, in other words, Ladasa Mishnah Melech, or like Kivega, who named on like the Mishnah Melech, then it's Hadradina, the first half of the Dogum Revava Zagara, it's a Pashta Cheshman, simpler than the Da. So it's Hadradina, the first part of the Dogum Revava Cheshman, and that is that it would come out that Okoyen, Bismanase, in theory, for sure if there's some Tsayrech, 
would be allowed to be soimich on the sex vehicle. Say on the shittas that hold that kivrei yakim are not matama boil, and say on the shittas that rabbi that hold there's no iser bichla. Again, the only reason Rabbi was chayzer is because of Rav and It's only because he held that snapshot and derived it. But he was never chayzer on his svar. He wrote it on the side of a Shulchan Aruch. He held that way close. There was no suffering that this is something that he held Allah Chalamaisa. Which means that theoretically, hypothetically, you can make the argument with a straight face today that if a Koyun wanted to be metama Tomas oil, not maga, but if a Koyun wanted to be metama Tomas oil, to Kivrei Akum, Chalilunach, Kivrei Yisrael, but Kivrei Akum, Maybe it'd be mutter. In fact, the Yudas Lashon was that if somebody wants to be soimich on this shtikel Torah, ain't moicha miyadeh. You would have no right to be moicha. Right? That's the chayr what comes out if you do the math of this rate bite that we just spoke out. Stating that, and we'll end with this. There's a truva from a Moshe Feinstein, and this is in Igris Moshe. It's in Yeridea Chela Gimel. It's Simen Kufnon He. And I believe, again, this is I'm not an authority on this by any stretch of the imagination. But if you go through the tshuva, it seems very, very sharp. And shaloi kedarke of Ramosha. So Ramosha wrote his tshuva to Rav Shimon Schwab. The tshuva was written, Yud Tes Tammuz Tovshin Lamedalet. That's the year that the tshuva was written in 1974. And he wrote it to Yedidi Rav Agoyin Hamafurus and Rav Shimon Schwab Shlita. The background of this tshuva was that somebody had put out a kuntras arguing that Bismanazer Specifically, what Ramosha was discussing in his truth, and again, ask your local rabbi, this is not Khalila meant to be anything than just say over a truth and Ramosha, that it should come out that a Kayan should not be allowed to go to medical school. And that he wanted to be Matakayhanim to go to medical school. Why would you think a Kayan shouldn't be able to go to medical school? Because when you go to medical school, part of the work that's done is you have to deal with cadavers. And as a result, you're going to come in contact with a mace, and based on that, it would be a problem. So the Kuntress was arguing that at the end of the day, you don't have to touch the mace. You could only get involved in Tumas oil, and you have a Shita Sarayvit. It's really annoyed to be Yehuda. I mean, I didn't see the Kuntress inside, but I'm imagining it would be sort of this raid bite, plus, 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 plus. And based on that, he wanted to be, he wanted to be maker. Rav Shimon Schwab told Ramosha that he's dealing with this issue in his kahila a little bit, and he wanted to hear Yolamdenu Rabbeinu how to go about this. So it says Ramosha, let's read a few excerpts. It's so obvious that a coin is not going to be a mace. It's even if Gdoyle Yoyim would come today and be Mekel, ain't Shoyimim Lohe. It's not something you would listen. Damatsinu Biyavamis, Davkuf Beis, with the Gemara said, Yovi Eluyo, Viyoyimer, ain't Chalzim Bitsandal, we wouldn't listen to Eluyo, Anavi. So he says, Kalvachoyimer, Kalvachoyimer, if somebody today, Bismanazel, would say that this Indian is Mutter, ain't Shoyimim Lohe. It doesn't even matter. He can bring all the rays in the world. It doesn't matter. It's ain't Shoyimim Lohe. I'm skipping. The Koshkin Shalei Shayach Lismaich Al Eza Adam, Shemoyer Lohako Betumas Kayhanim, you certainly, you certainly can't listen to Eza Adam that is arguing that today, anyways, tell me, and as a result, there'd be no problem. Moshe said, I don't care who the Mechabra is. You're going to tell me all his accolades. It doesn't interest me if he has a skalmas or not. It's posh and not interesting to me. But he says, besides, I don't need you to tell me who he is. Because Zer Gufa made it. The fact that he wrote what he wrote is Eidush. 
it's not Ramoshadik, that this Mechaber has no Shaykhis to Torah, no Shaykhis to Chachma, El Agas Liboy. He's a Gas Liboy. He says that's all it is. And then he goes a little bit weiter. He says that. And he said, besides, the people that asked this person the Shaila, it's clear to me they didn't really want an honest answer. Because if they wanted an honest answer, he would not have been the person they asked the Shaila to. They would have brought the Shaila to other people, and you can imagine who Ramosha was thinking of. But he says, they could have asked the Shaila to other people. That's not what they want. That's not what this is all about. But rather, what they were looking for was the answer that they were looking for, and they never asked an honest question. So he says like this, that the MS is that I hold this whole country and this whole Indian is so not negeya that He says, really, I shouldn't have even been so resource to answer this Shiloh. says, I have such a and it could be in his kilo, there's other kayanim. That maybe they're going to be murder hetter as well. This is Yutes Tamus. Ramosha just arrived in the bungalow colony. He says, Mamish today, and he koisev lechazik. There's no question that it's going to be Yasser. And then he says, And he says, the night, Ramesha said, I went through the Kuntras a little bit, and in the Kuntras he was writing that it's Pekoach Nefesh. It's Pekoach Nefesh, it should be Mutter. So Ramesha says, his Loshen is a Shtus Vehevel. I mean, it's very, very sharp. He says, it's Shtus Vehevel. He says, Pekoach Nefesh is the Taich. If you're in a position where you're able to save someone's life, and now the person's life needs to be saved, so again, Pekoach Nefesh, of course you're going to be save the person's life. You're not going to worry about being Metamit to a mace. But to learn Chachmas or Refua, so that now you'll be able to save people's lives? That there's no hetter for. There's no such hetter. And he says, Baruch Hashem, there's many, many doctors today. That's Ramosh's Lashen. What, is there a shortage of doctors? There's no shortage. So being that there's no shortage, there's no reason for a person to have to go through this. Again, I'm skipping some of the good parts. He says, this whole thing is not negay. Now, the MS says, I didn't see the countries inside, but we just did a little bit of a back of the envelope arithmetic, and it sounded like, according to the way the Mishnah Melech and Rabbi Kivega understood the Ravid, and the way the Noit Behuda understood for a double Pasha, that based on this Havana of... The rivet would come out mokum lahakel al koponim be Tomas oil, not Tomas maga, but be Tomas oil. So at least it sounds like there would be some basis. But just like we said, we don't paskin from Gemaras. We also don't paskin from Raidbites and Lamaisa. Ramosha, the God of Adar, he didn't even hear it sad, and he was mamish ishlahava in terms of the Shaila. I've heard from different people. Someone just told me this morning, I discussed it with someone. He said that he just met someone two weeks ago who told him that he asked Ramosha, he's a Kaya, and he asked Ramosha many, many years ago. He wanted to go to medical school, Ramosha told him this again. And this was Ramosha Lushitasai, and this Truva, again, there's a lot more to talk about on this Noise, but we're going to stop here.